Hello and welcome to Founder State episode 11. On this episode, I'll be speaking with Steven Badejo, who's the founder and CEO of Logitrack Limited. Uh, he runs a logistics company out of Lagos, Nigeria. And really, I'd be trying to understand the dynamics of the industry in Nigeria. Also, an important part would be the new Africa Free Trade Zone. And that's a new big deal that's just going into signing. So it's going to change a lot of things in the on the continent. And I'm really excited to learn his approach, also how he started his company, how he's built it up to date, and plans for this new free trade zone on how he expects to make the best of it. So do listen up, enjoy if you do business in the African continent or you're looking to, um, it's a total game changer with the new free trade zone. Um, myself, I'm excited about it and obviously we're going to try to see how we can access the extended markets and make the best of it. Listen up and enjoy. Thank you. All right, Mr. Steven, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on. Um, we've connected just recently on LinkedIn. And I've been excited to try to, you know, chat up with you, learn about what you're doing in Lagos and um, how everything's going. So if you can, can you please just give a quick introduction of who you are, your com- the name of your company and what you guys do, and then we'll carry on. All right. Um, thank you, Arthur, for this opportunity. My name is Mbadi um, Steven Falaomi, and... Uh, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Logitrack Technologies Limited. Logitrack um, is a logistics company. Um, we leverage on technology to provide logistics services for our clients in Nigeria and across Africa. We are a non-asset-based logistics company. So in other words, we are asset light, infrastructure heavy. So we uh, invest more on our infrastructure, which is the technology part. So um, we have um, truckers registered on our platform where we um, meet um, demand and supply. So um, that's basically what we do. Basically what we do. Okay, great. Um, thank you. So that which was going to be one of my questions, trying to understand if you had assets, if you were running your own trucks, um, but now it's clear, um, you have truckers registered on your platform. Uh, what's that like, getting truckers to register and um, dealing um, in this business model for, say, in Nigeria in particular? Okay, okay. so um, in Nigeria, uh, particularly, we have um, close to, um, like, 70% of um, truck owners that um, are private truck owners that um, are not operating as a company. They are just operating as um, private truck owners. They own their trucks and, uh, you know, so um, the amount of, the, I mean, the number of truck owners that we have are even more than, the number of um, private truck owners that we have are even more than the um, corporate truckers and truck that we have so that market is a um, is a big market to to um, um, to tap in from so 
our business model is, is such a way that we, we have our clients and um, our clients interface with us while we interface with um, um, the asset owners. So for instance, we, um, one thing our company, one, one thing we do is we take the stress of um, um, the, the company that needs the truck and also take the stress off the driver. So as a medium, um, as a medium um, man, we, we interface with the truck owners, we get them registered on our platform, we make sure that um, they have the necessary documents um, and we provide them insurance. And so instead of um, um, them always going down to do their paperwork, because most of these truckers, um, um, before um, the advent of our company, most of these truckers go down to the company to do their paperwork, submit this, submit that, and all that. So they waste most of these processes even so before um, their demand, before the, the, they need to supply whatever they are moving from the company to other um, to different regions or different locations, time has already gone. So instead of uh, wasting um, so much time um, doing their paper document um, with the um, company, we, as, um, as the medium man, we, we, we cut across um, that aspect. Why those truckers, we interface with them, they do their paperwork, do whatever to make sure that they meet up with the criteria that our clients need. So then from there, we send down the truckers from our platform to um, our company. So, so we, we, are, we make it um, in, um, in such a corporate manner so that um, they, don't need to, they don't need to interface with these other guys that don't understand the corporate terrain. So, Definitely, we interface with the truckers, and we also interface with um, the customer. So we make sure that whatever the customer needs, we get them the right truck registered on our platform that has met all the criteria. Then, and how do you? So how do you find or get these private truckers to connect to them, get them on your platform? And what kind of criteria do you use to make sure? I know there's the insurance part for the car, um, but what else goes into that whole system in making sure you trust this driver to go pick up goods from location A to carry to location B? Okay, okay, thank you for that question. So um, first and foremost, um, before um, the, the, before, um, we started Logitrack. I, I've been in the business for close, I've been in logistics sector close to six years. So I've studied and, um, you know, I've, I've, I am conversant with the informal sector. So most of these truck owners, I know them. I know as, as, as founder, I know, I know them. I know where they are based. And um, so using that um, um, opportunity, leveraging on that opportunity, um, they, some of them have garages. You know, and so we usually make sure that we get them from um, from these their garages, and um, aside that, we get them from um, um, from from some of our networks too. Some people um, own, some people want to run um, 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 trucking company, but they don't want to manage it. So we get to have um, this set of people 
register their truck on our platform. So, um, so there, there are different um, truckers across the nation in Lagos, in Kano, with different truck sites. So also, we have segmented them to um, and different locations that they can go to. Okay. So we discovered that in their registration process, there are some truckers and some trucks that they cannot apply um, outside Lagos. They just apply within Lagos. And there are some truckers that apply um, interstate. And there are some truckers that apply inter-African countries by road. You know. So we, um, during their, their registration, we go through their papers. We go through their other documents to make sure that they are fit. And if they are not fit to register on our platform, we advise them on what they need to get before they can be on our platform. And, you know, that's all okay. Fun. So speaking of your background, six years in logistics, can you shed some more light on what you did prior to founding Logitrack and how Logitrack came about? Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, as I was saying, you know, I found out that uh, most of um, um, the, the truck owners, um, they have, they themselves, they have a um, bad attitude to handling their trucks, and which um, um, the reason is because of them. Um, they, they, they never had this type of orientation. And, um, you know, while I was um, running uh, my, my company, then the Movalis Logistics it was a one man business. You know, you know, you know, one man business now. You are the <laughs> accountant, you are this one, yeah. you are that one. So I had the opportunity, electrician. I had opportunity to, yeah. So I had opportunity to interface with um, some of these guys. So um, as 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 fate will as as fate will happen, and as God will help, uh, I I got um, um, an opportunity as a one man tro- um, business guy with um, some some corporate organizations. So at times they will call me, they will say, ah, um, um, do, um, um, Mr. Steven, we need to do a retrieval from, from so, so, so state to so, so, so state. So then I, I, um, the name of my first company, which still exists, is the Removalist Logistics. So the plan then, the plan I had then was to just do a relocation company to just help clients move from their old place to their new places, you know, sure. relocation, you know. For private residents or for business relocation? Private and business. Okay. So, so from um, so, so I started as um, I started out as um, as um, um, home mover and, and all that. So and so during those times, I I also never had my truck. I, I remember when I wanted to start my business too. I was um, I was I went to meet my uncles. I needed money to buy truck. And all that, they were discouraging me. So I, I just thought, how, how can I get trolls? And uh, so I just got that idea. Okay, fine, I can fly out with these guys. You know, you know. That's so it. That was our tip. You you don't. Yeah, so I I just didn't have all the pieces, but you yeah, figure out yeah, how to make yeah. it work, right? So I just I just made sure I have to find it. So I remember one of my uncle told me that, ha, ah, this type of business I am going to do, you need to first start work first and save enough for it. You know truck is 50 million, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was just looking at it. So I had to sit down with strategize. I knew that is it that I make a way, is it that I, f- I, f- I find a way or, or make a way or, or something. So then from there, so doing, um, started as a um, home mover, um, home um, 
relocation company, got one or two clients because of um, um, so, and also again, people don't move every time. You know, people don't relocate every time. So I I start to think, I start also to now think, how do I retool this new? During these times, I've not even met with the corporate client I told you about. So during this, I start to think that ha, ah, how do I, um, how do I um, make sure that I I do um, uh, I make sure that um, I I keep on making money. So that was when I thought. Okay, let me get a dispatch bike. But then I did not even have the money to get a dispatch bike, so I started doing deliveries. I usually put on my backpack. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, I usually put on my backpack. So there's, there was so I, I set up um, my Instagram page. I started doing advert, you know, Instagram or whatever. So there was this woman, one of our biggest clients. Then she sends she usually sends in meat from Joss. She sends in meat. Nice from Joss. From Joss meat. Yeah, strawberries to Lagos. So, she, so we will not distribute um, for our clients, you know. So I remember. So then, to also, I would do. I would. I will. I would um, um, parley with other dispatch riders I know. So then I met with several dispatch riders. I'll parley with them. I give them some of the deliveries to undo while I undo the rest. But I made sure that I when I whenever I go through the list, I made sure that I undo the list of them. Um, Top clients, maybe those guys on the island. Yeah. I wanted to also an interface with. So I'll give them. Um, I'll give the dispatch riders going. Um, they, they were not my dispatch riders actually. So I didn't yeah. have dispatch riders. I didn't with them. So I'll give those dispatch riders. Maybe those people going to Tongo, Okoko, and all that. Uh, you know, then I'll take, you take the Victoria <laughs> Island and take the Victoria Island so that I will meet, I'll be able to meet with those clients and also pitch it to them that ah, my name is Steven, I'm the founder of uh, That's you know so I I, I I used my backpack to do deliveries and all that and it was fun you know yeah I, I made delivery, delivery and all that. so after that I met um, somebody and I just told the person that oh this is what I do and if, the funny thing the next day the person just sent me some some couple of hundred of thousands I bought my first dispatch bike nice then, I bought my first dispatch bike and all that. So And this like was that. just a I, I could, gift or this was some sort of it was a gift. Like, it was a gift like, like like an angel investor, you know. So I got my first dispatch bike. So I could I could even still remember then they, during those times so I, I I now had more more um order. I now had more order. So so you got yeah, more so um so so then I I, I remember that there were times then when I got my first dispatch bike, I would have orders that one dispatch bike could not undo. So despite the fact that I had my first dispatch bike, right. I was still as the CEO now, you know, I, I was still I was still <laughs> use my I was still use my backpack too. I was still use my backpack. So then I had one backpack that looked like all these um, um backpack that um these mountain climbers use this very deep and then you know. I yeah. had it then, so I would just I can put like I can put like um, maybe six or five orders there. So bef before I go out, I would I, I usually separate those ones going to mainland. I would give the dispatch rider, then those ones going to island. I will handle it myself. So from there, the dispatch rider. So the dispatch was the dispatch rider was even enjoying himself. You know, 
driving on this part bike. I was the CEO that bought the bike that is running the company. We still make sure that it does the delivery. You know? <laughs> so from there, from there, I got my my second bike, third bike, fourth bike, fifth bike. Nice. Then you know, yeah. So during this time, then so from there, I I grew. Then I, I met this company that um, you know we helped them do trucking delivery to different states in Nigeria, you know. So then how it became more I, I now yeah, so then I now saw the opportunity in logistics and um if you can le- leveraging on technology and all that. So um and so the company, so then I remember work, um, working with the company and they would tell me, ah Steven, we we the stuff that I took to Kano, the stuff that I took to Bruno, we needed to bring it back to Lagos. We didn't finish using them and all that. Can you do it? Ah, I said yes. I did, and I didn't own a truck. And for me to be able to do such things, I will make sure that I have, you know. So I, I found a way, and you know, things happen. So I, I sat down to tell myself that no, for so around, around last year, or so there about last year, there about the revenue we had was was not the profit, and the revenue that came in was, right. was so encouraging that I, I was I was like wow. So then I, I sat down to tell myself that oh, I think um, the, I need to move on to the next level. And, and the, if I want to move on to the le- next level, I need to change my strategies to, to make sure that you know, things happen. And I need to now focus more on the trucking. You know, one thing about logistics is logistics is wide. So when I see startup entrepreneurs doing a lot of things when they are starting, and some people are even using logistics to do side also. Also, I, I get mad and you know, you cannot there are some because of maybe because of African mentality, uh, people people are now they are now minoring on the major and majoring on the minor. Hmm. You can't use logistics. You can't use logistics to do um, a side also. And that's why you have so many dispatch bikes in, in the country flying around now. So an average man sees that, oh, uh, I have my nine to five, but let me just buy a bike, a three fifty, and be using to do side side also, and then they they spoil the market um, with the um, price war. It look a location that you are meant to do one thousand naira. You that you are running a proper logistics company that you are meant to do a location for one thousand naira because you have phantom your office space, your worker salary, your maintenance cost, your wear and tear, and then because you have phantom that into your cost. You cannot charge more than one thousand. Even that one thousand self, so it's just because I can be in the market. You know, why somebody just that is just buying the bike also will just now will start charging five hundred. You know, I saw the market. I saw that things deep. I I noticed what people were doing. It was crazy. So I told myself, okay, fine. I need to leave. Is that time I need to leave this uh, this part riding market and all that. And move on. Focus more. Focus more on the trucking, on the logistics, the call or that the call logistics. You know, trucking. Yeah. So, um, I I I I spoke with um, people that I met during um, my growing days. Oh, guys, come and join my team. This is the vision. Um, you know, let's use um, technology to solve logistics um, problem and all that. So anybody from anywhere can. We have pool of truckers on our platform that we have vetted um, from different states. Anybody from anywhere can just come on our, on our platform and say, I said, we have pool of truckers yes, on yes, our yes. platform. Not only in Lagos State, we have in Lagos, Oyo, Ibadan, um, Abuja. We have 
most of them on our platform. So anybody can come to our platform from different um, states and say, okay, I want to move this from so 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 place in Nigeria to so so place in Nigeria and make sure that the trucker gets there. And um, in on our platform too, there's also a trip estimator. You know, you can go and say, okay, this is yes, I did see that. I saw that from Abuja from Abuja to Kano. It gives you the the price. You know. Okay. So can you shed some light? How did you come around with this with the technology side? Like, how did you solve that equation? Um, did your background cover tech with the app with the estimator? What was that process like for you to implement on the trucking side? Okay. Okay. So um, there's a book. There's a book that I read. Um, I think because I read a lot, you know, the book that I read, which is called Borrowing Brilliance. You know, the, the book um, talks about um, how to borrow brilliance from, you know. So while I was running um, um, the Removalist Logistics, I was reading. I was um, I subscribed to a, um, a mail then that sends me um, latest updates in, in in technology and also in logistics. You know, so I I was viewing them. I was reading what they were doing. So I just had to extrapolate and borrow brilliance and just make sure that I work with um, Nigerian context. Okay. You know, it's not everything that it's not everything that works there that can work here. So we just have to, we need to borrow brilliance and extrapolate and say, okay, um, what can we borrow there and put it into Africa context and Nigeria context. So that was it. And, you know, coupled with the fact that, you know, there are so many, also coupled with the fact that there are so many um, um, logistics startups in Africa too, e-logistics startups in Africa that are gaining um, 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 market entrance and whatnot, you know. I saw, I, I, and I saw that, um, um, is, it that you, is, it, is it that you are aligned or you are out of, you are out of the game? You know? Interesting. So, so did you build the app? Did you have someone build it for you? Did you buy the app? Is it a platform you plug into or how does that work? Yeah, so everything, everything on, our, on, our, on our platform is in-house, in, is in-house built. And um, so that it is enough. So I was able to identify. Uh, so I, I think one of one of the best um, um, thing that can happen to an entrepreneur is to to grow through the process. Right. While you are going through, it's not you can't just you cannot just enter the process. You grow through the process. While you are going through the process, you meet so many people along the line. Um, the relationship, delivery. Yeah. So um, what I what I advise uh, entrepreneurs is. It's good to go through the process. So as my allies. All right. So um, I usually advise entrepreneurs to go through the process. You know, while growing, you meet so many people. Um, the people you meet during your growth um, stage, it might not be useful to you at that stage. It might be useful to you for five years. I mean, one of my mentors would say it's better to be a small part of something big than to be than to be a big part. Um, something small that is not working at all, you know. So, so during my so during my times in the removalist logistics, yeah, the removalist logistics is still still exists. So but now we focus um solely on um, relocations, you know. So during my times, I met these um these friends and um, we developed the relationship. So I spoke with them. Oh, guys, 
this is what this is my vision common common board as this common board as that common board as, as this and you know and were you able to every, so, everyone you spoke to yeah 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 sure sure i was i was able to convince um, everyone I spoke to because um, wh why was I able to convince them? Because I I think I, I I have or should I say I had some little results, you okay. know. And you know one of the best one of the easiest way to convince people is um, when you have results. The results may not be so big, but it might be a track record of um, um, something. Yes. So the track record might not be financial stuff. It might be maybe you are trustworthy, you say the truth, or you have this leadership ability, or they have worked with you and they see that you are sincere, or you are serious, or you know what you are doing. So I have the result, and you know, yeah. I spoke with them, I, I, and they saw the possibilities, you know, and you know, all of them decided to come on board, and you know, so the website, the platform, and all that is 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 is, is in built and is built in house. I mean. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. So how do you see, what's your estimation of the logistics market now in Nigeria? And I guess since you've already covered what the, you know, the local bike system is, but the, on the national level within the trucking, let's say trucking specifically, um, how do you see the markets? How do you view the markets? And what's your take on it? Okay, so um, well, um, the logistics market is um, is enormous, and um, the possibilities there is uncountable. You know, um, when you are talking about agro logistics, healthcare logistics, um, commodity logistics, whatever, whatever logistics, you know, but a lot of a lot of people are focusing on um, on um, the same market so they have refused to focus on um, different aspects of, of, of logistics so um, logistics um, in africa we have not we are, we are even yet to tap um, 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 we are still yet to tap the 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 the, the monetary value in the logistics in logistics in africa because and again um, thanks to um, African continent free trade area. Yes. Which, um, yeah, so, um, so with that, we'll see more logistics company um, sprouting up. And yes. also with that, we'll see more opportunities for logistics companies in Africa. But again, um, I, I am seeing a particular um, um, shift which will happen in the logistics sector. Because why is that shift going to be needed? The shift will be needed to control the market so that anybody anywhere will not just be saying, okay, because of this, I want to start a logistic company. So there will be, there will be, for instance, in Nigeria, you cannot just start because of one of the major startups that are booming is the fintech, financial tech tech um, platform. So because um, you feel like you have an idea, you cannot just start a, a fintech platform. You have to meet with the rules and regulation and all those, all those things. So same thing will go to logistics. Same thing will go to logistics in um, in Africa with the um, ACFTA. I, I I'm seeing that. So so um, the logistics market 
we have so many great possibilities in the market. Okay. So many great possibilities. So obviously, so, uh, uh-huh. obviously, you feel um, positive to, towards the new free trade agreement, which I think it's great. Um, it opens up Africa in general, and it removes a lot of restrictions with, you know, taxing and movement and so on and so forth. Have you started to take advantage of that? Are there any, or how, is it just easy, just go and do what you need to do, or do you have to go through any processes in order to start advantage of it? Yeah, there are so many processes that um, we will all go through, and, um, um, you know, we 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 are still going through the processes, and um, there are so many things I might not be able to say now. You know, you know, yeah. So, but uh, um, it's a very great one for Africa. But also, there are some there are some um, um, clauses in the trade that continue to go past, go back to check. We need to be very um, um, careful so that um, to stop. Um, dumping of, you know, to stop dumping of um, um, goods on standardized goods, because of yeah, because of the, the the market will be open, the border will be open. So, um, Africans should also be careful about accepting goods that are not up to standard. You know, so right. there are so many things. There are so many things that we will do and we are still doing to make sure that. But again, the joy is we are started something and yes. then we are working in line so I, use, I I tell my team that there's no better time to start an e-logistics company than now because um, everything is going digital yeah. and and one 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 you know I, 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 I might not be able to say so many things you know a platform hey, I mean, feel free we, we'll... <laughs> I might not be able to say so many you know a platform is uh, um, is a very good one. We are working on it. You know, we are still working on it. We and we'll be doling out um, upgrades. You know, like yeah. as you upgrade WhatsApp every three months or every, we'll be doling out upgrades. So yeah, we we have not built the we are we have the prototype for the app yet. We are still using the web app, and there's a reason why we have not built the mobile. We have the prototype for for the mobile app and all that. So but we are taking it step by step. You know, and. Um, which is a natural process, right? Right, and you know, yeah, you start yeah. with what you've got. You start with the easier processes, and then... and, and and that's one thing. That's one thing. Um, building mobile app, you have to start from. Um, if you don't have um, the customer traffic, the customer base, there's no need of building a mobile app. Yeah, you need the customer first. You need to paying customers. So you don't just assume that. Oh, when I build the app, you know, you have to have. A quiet number of users before you can build the the mobile app. So, and since the web app can still do what the mobile app can do, you know, and, and all that. So, definitely, we are working in tangent with the um, um, African continent free trade area and other opportunities that will be coming. There's no best time to start logistics company, you know. And um, we are reaching out to, to to people like you if you have. Um, 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 investors, you know, <laughs> you mean, wow. you have, you have investors. In Great. And that logistics be- is quite capital intensive, you know. And yeah. we we are not even so definitely so even while we are still running um, um asset light infrastructure heavy, right. we have um, many things to 
yeah. implement. I bet, I bet. But tell me this now: How do you keep, or what processes do you go to keep your truckers in line? And now that you're looking at, you've gone from you know local deliveries, you're going across Nigeria, but now you're going to start going across Africa. What does that look like on the trucker side? Have you had what type of issues have you had? How do you manage it? And how do you just keep truckers in line, basically? Oh, okay, thank you for that question. So, um, as I said earlier, on our platform, we have, um, first, we segmented um, the, the truckers into different catchment areas. As I've said, we have those that their jurisdiction is not beyond their intrastate intrastate while some use decisions or what's is it because of the type of vehicle the uh, uh level mm -hmm. of the vehicle or what creates that okay so, so it is dependent on so many things type of the vehicle level of the vehicle and then the papers and then also we have um, we usually speak with the owners we want to know because for you to there are permits you need to get for you to apply within um, a state. Permits you get for you to apply within different states. Permits you get for you to apply within different regions. Permits you get for you to fly and apply within different countries. So we we make sure that before any of those, if you go on a platform, those questions are there too. You know, when you go to a platform, we have three interfaces that we have for the customers. We are for the truckers, we are for the partners and for the agents. So those questions are there. So once they even register and upload their documents too, we also do a follow-up call to make sure that um, what they are telling us is true. And um, and, and that's so also there are other things we do, uh, which is tracking the consignment. As we are a non-asset-based logistics company, investing in um, infrastructure asset like infrastructure where we tracking of the consignment we are not tracking the asset the consignment you know okay and then and are, there's okay you want to say something i was just going to ask um sorry for cutting you off how you track it um do you do that with the customer and add a device to the consignment or is it tracking the same mobile phone of the trucker or the truck itself? Okay, thank you for that question. Well, um, we, are, we are building um, um, a local tracking device and that, that uh, um, is going to wow, it's going to wow you yourself when, when we finally launch that product, you know. That's why I'm saying, that's why I said I might not be able to say so many things here. You're able to say it if you want to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's why I said I may I might not be able to say so many things here, but um, we what we just want to track is the asset, no the the um, consignment, not the asset. So so on on that end, since um, we don't want the truck, we cannot track the truck. That would be that will not be an investment worthy of doing. So it's the consignment that will track. So um from location from location a to location b the customer can monitor 
their goods in real time. And we don't just want to track, we are tracking in real time. So for instance, if the client gets a message that, okay, your truck has moved from Lagos and it's going to Ibadan. So whenever the, guy, the client goes back to the link, um, that will be sent to the person that will be monitoring the, the goods from the company. Whenever the client gets back to the link, we surely see where the truck is at every point in time. Receive the 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 locations via SMS and via email. Great. And then, so doing business, doing business in Nigeria, and um, I don't know if you've already started some inter-country exchanges. What's that like, and how's that been like? What's your what's, how's your experience been like, and what would you like to share on that? just for those who have no idea well um doing business in ta you mean inter-african countries yes or just doing business in nigeria in general to start with in nigeria and also inter africa okay okay doing business in nigeria is uh, is I, well, I don't like saying negative things you know but i'll say it's good you know but um we are getting there and we are growing you know I'm not, I'm not to the school of thought with those people that usually say um, negative things concerning their country. Despite how America is, an average American will wake up in the morning and still say, God bless America, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so doing business in Nigeria is, um, is not quite very easy, but, um, you know, and, you know, in Nigeria, in Nigeria, we have one of the best, um, policies we have one of the best strategy but implementation is too bad you know when you go to the when you when you read some 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 clauses and all that in the rule of law you, you just imagine that so nigeria has this kind of stuff you know but we have bad implementations you know um and okay so also one of the major problems that logistics company and logistics providers one of the major problem we have is bad roads you know bad roads and because of the bad roads, um, maybe by the time you are trying to maneuver um, portals, um, all that, maybe you can get you can get robbed. Security, you know, bad roads and and all that, you know. So that's why most of these truckers, they are experienced drivers, you know. So and there are times, you know. So also, there are times that they move when it's and there are some locations within the country that is very high, is highly volatile during some particular time. So when it's like maybe getting to evening, you, you see some truckers, they will not leave that location. Mm. And it is for the safety of um, the owner of the consignment, the customer, and also the security or logistics company. So it's for the safety because they are already conversant with the terrain. So when it's so that's why most times there's a particular time they are on the highway. When it's getting to a particular time, also, there are parks around different regions in, in Nigeria that we park and just make sure that they rest you next morning or particular time before they can move. Moving. So that, yeah. so that they won't be robbed or something because the roads are bad. But had it been you have um, good roads, you know, you may not be robbed because. Those these guys will not use the advantage of portals or ditches or something to take advantage of you. 
and you know, so majorly it's the bad road and so the government also needs to address the issue of insurgency and also there are some states that some truckers do not want to go to even if you own your truck there are some states that they don't want to go to because of insurgency and multiple multiple taxing you know you know you find out that you have um, you have a particular um, permit already for your vehicle to move across state and you get to a particular state they'll say no you need to uh, and you need to um, get a ticket you need to do this you need to do that you need to do this you need to do that you know there are times most times there are no synergy between the transport associations um in this in the country you know they want to just exploit and stop any truck on the way so once you carry truck like this you feel you have made the whole millions you know and they don't just know what so so aside that okay for africa i think um the queue at the border you know yeah you know it still so amazes me that um, if you if you if you i would say you should you can google it or watch out a video um cues on um, african border you know when you see cues on african border you see you can see cues as long as you know, because they are trying to check what you are bringing in. Wow. They, say offload, they might say you should offload what they you are bringing in and load back. Yes, they, they go to that extent. They say you should offload. You know, again, because of small glass, but I think they should have a technology that can do that. So most times, most times, um, maybe you are going from Lagos to Ghana, maybe you should not use it with more than um, maybe four, five, six days. I end up using one week, two weeks because of border. And you know, if you are going to Ghana, you first pass Bene, 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 border. That's a border already before you get to. I think there are like two borders before you get to Ghana. So just you repeat the same process instead, you know. So, so, so those things. I, well, I think with um, the um, AFCT, I think the border checkpoint will be reduced, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. Hopefully that's something I'd never knew, but that definitely makes sense that, you know, long lines may pile up there, but technology or hopefully this new agreement would reduce that headache. And as far yeah. as, you know, local transportation uh security also makes sense that that's an issue. And which I guess also affects the time between trips because where you can, yeah. they hit the road for straight 12 or 20 hours or whatever. Yeah. You get to break it. Yeah, break it to stay the whole night. Then yeah. that, but hopefully with time, with repairs and whether it's a government tackling insurgency or anything else, um, that would kind of open up for more efficiency. So to say, yeah, yeah. Cool. What about you? So, how do you manage? How do you manage your mental capacity between doing what you have to do, planning the growth of the company, um, getting customers, also overseeing what truckers you have on the road, and everything going on? How do you maintain your sanity? Well, I like that question. You see that I just young. You know, is um, is not an easy process. You know, and I'll still go back to the foundation. This 
you know, um, when I started um, when I started this business, you know, there are some business that as you as you go along, you'll be telling yourself that ah, this is not what I signed up for, you know. So I remember then starting this, I'll be calling truck truckers, shouting on feet. If you if you look at um, maybe in Africa, maybe it's my own mentality, but I've also seen other guys. You know, if you look at an average logistics founder or guys and all that, they usually boy, they usually shout, you know, because at times some drivers can do crazy things, even customer, you know, hey, why, why are you dead here? What, what, you know, and you know, you need to, when you need to balance that, interface that, you know, yeah, that was then, you know, but also even now that um, we are still growing and putting proper structures in place, you know, there are some things that gets to fall on you at the back end, you know, as you are the major face of the brand and you need to attend to so many things, you know. That's not been easy, you know. Um, but nothing good comes easy, you know. Nothing good comes easy. And we keep and we keep um, pushing. I'm a, I'm a Christian by religion, you know. Uh, we keep pushing, we keep praying, um, you know. Um, and managing managing mental um, um, mental stress and all that, I think is one of the major decision an entrepreneur needs to have hold about and needs to uh, be firm about because yeah there, there, there are times that you you have made the market evaluation and all that you are not earning and money is not coming in and you mm-hmm. pay. You need to pay people payroll, and you are a startup. You are not. It's not as if you are big there. No, no, no. It's not as if we are. Yeah, we everybody's growing, and you know. So, how do you have to um, do that? So I, I remember. I also remember while while I was growing my business. Those times I told you that I had my first dispatch right and dispatch bike and all that. There were times that for a month I might not even have made up to what the dispatch rider will collect. And you must pay the dispatch rider. Yeah. You will fill the bike, you will service the bike, you will buy call call cards and um, you know and one thing about these guys is if you are not even running from an office space, they won't respect your business. If they are seeing you that you are running from your home or not that you they will just take it for granted, you know. And also for the small office space we're using then to pay for it, you know. You know. So I could remember then I was doing other things to just make sure that by the time I pay you, I will have to have money to myself. You know, you know, I think in every stage of startup, the the founder needs to just do so many things to just make sure that um it makes sure that the 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 off keeps going because at the end of the day if you give if you give up somebody somewhere can just come and you know you now be saying ah, i started this thing then or started this thing yeah. then you know, and you know so that's what that's what um i used to say i would tell myself that i've not come this far come this far you know um so it's it's not it is not it has not been easy you know and to the fact that um most of the money most of the financial um um, um, part we are still bootstrapping as a team, you know. 
and growing to. to we, we, I'm, 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 and I, I'm, I'm, as the CEO, I need to be responsible for the mental alertness of my team. If I am not motivated, they are not motivated. Yeah. So if it's if, if it to take me to cry in my house or to, to eat myself, to eat myself in my house, if I go out, I need to appear strong for them. Yeah. If I don't appear strong for them, you know, and, and you know, the banks are not there to give startup anything. They are, they are yeah. there to, the, bank, the banks in Nigeria, they don't, all those things, they don't give startup anything. It's people that are making money. I think that's a that's a thing that banks share more in common across countries, not just in Nigeria. So, so, so definitely, definitely, as 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 one of my mentors would say, we keep pushing, we keep forging ahead, we keep growing. Yeah, that yeah. the um, the is it, it will say um, the possibilities of a made up mind. That's it. Hmm. That's strong. That's strong. Talk about COVID. How did that? Did, how did it affect you and operations? Oh, oh yeah. So thank you for that question. So that's um, you know this COVID when when COVID nineteen happened, it showed us that um, there are some beliefs that we need to change and 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 so many processes. So that is where that is that that was when we now saw the advantage of going digital going electronic so, so for instance in, to limit um to limit um personal contact physical contact and come on the e-logistics platform and make your inquiries oh you might not even see the driver or it's only the driver that we feel we are picking up there load and move and you know so when 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 you know it, our sector is the is is what do they call them then? Um, 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 the what do they call the sector? The logistics, the doctors, and all that. There was there was a name they gave them. Um, uh, there was a name essential, they gave. essential workers. Essential workers, yeah, essential workers. Okay. So you know, we were not really affected, you know. But customers were still customer. I mean, you yes, you can move. But customers were still trying to move goods that you were able to. Um, yeah, and, and and also some some of our customers, their their goods were not even able to come into the country. Their goods were not even able to come to the come into the country, you know, um, because they will need to clear it. They will need to first clear it. You know, you know, goods goods. Um, some some goods have not even come. Uh, they have not even arrived to the country as we speak at the moment. Of COVID nineteen, you know, and um, you know, so, but we are moving. We are moving. We keep moving. Great. So, I mean, in terms of, so you were speaking, you know, you definitely still have a lot of room to grow. Um, you look to yes, and you're looking to, you know, whether it's raise capital still or bring in investors or partners. Um, what's that yeah. process been like? What are you currently doing? And what's that? What's the goal for the investors or the investments outside of you know just advancing your let's say the mobile app and business development? Yeah, so we have been we have been we have been. I I can't count how many number of um, during COVID during the, when the COVID was so strong during the lockdown. I can't count how many number of. Um, um, 
deck sessions that I've had online with um, and pitch sessions, you know, that I've had online with investors and, and all that. We have submitted our um, investors deck pitch. Deck, you know, we are, we are in talk with so many investors and all that, you know. And then we we just qualify for um, there was there was a particular um, um, fund that we we we, we applied for. In, in Nigeria, so out of over 500, we just qualified for top 30, and then from the top 30, we we did our final pitch, and then hopefully we'll make the top 10, and and then we we'll have something, and then and then we we'll have an, an, an opportunity to grow to from there and meet other VCs and, and all that. So what's the what was the experience or what's the atmosphere like with pitching and raising? Were you pitching to investors in Nigeria or all over the world? And what was that experience? Or yeah, it was it, it was it was um, no we pitched online, you know, via Zoom. Um, so some joined from Nigeria, while some some joined from other countries, you know. And then you know they asked questions. It was you know I, I I was I was intense you know you know you know when you are doing your thing and when you know what you are doing mm-hmm. you know when you are doing your thing when you know what you are doing so I was intense I did my thing and backed with them God's help I did my thing and and they were they were they they were okay at least. So the, the session went for three days. So we, we did as a second day. When, when, when some, some did not even meet up with their time, you know, we finished in, we finished under time and all that. So when they were, when they even sent a follow-up question, um, um, they did not ask, they did not ask any question because they said they asked, we answered those questions in time and all that, you know. Everything went for and, Wonderful. You know, it was a great experience. Great. Pitching to different people from different countries in the world. Wonderful. So to date now then, um, have you bootstrapped so far? Or have you already had maybe one or two angels or VCs um, input funds into yes. that? Yes, yes, yes. not been um, any VC, no angel fund, nothing that we can bootstrap in. Yeah. and then you know supporting ourselves with so which gives more equity too because the further you go if you've come this far along um as you you've yeah. proved traction market validation and being able to acquire would uh, definitely be at a higher sum so um definitely yeah. interested to learning more and um, sharing and we'll see how that goes yeah. All right. All right. Um, lastly, any final thoughts? Any final words you want to put? Um, and again, if you could just repeat the name, your name, the name of your company, and where you're based, um, before we exit. All right. So um, my name is Buddy Justin Falaomi, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Logitrack Technologies Limited. Um, what again? Okay. Final note. Um, I would advise entrepreneurs to get to have a clear cut vision of what they want to achieve and um, do not do not 
um, diversify before you consolidate. What do I mean? You have to consolidate what you are doing before you diversify. So a lot of, so there's this um, stuff that goes out and yeah, I'm, I'm to the school of thought that um, you should make sure that you are earning from so many things, so many things, but there are some, there are some businesses that they are major. The more you focus, there's a book that, that, that Robert Greene, that I read by Robert Greene. The title of the book is Mastery. A lot of people don't want to be a master of a particular thing. They don't want to be a master of a particular field. They just want to be moving and moving. And the funny thing is, until you become a master of a particular thing, that is when the opportunity in that sector, the money, the everything in that sector, that's when you become, begin to attract it. If you are not a master of that sector, you cannot attract it. So while you want to diversify into so many things, make sure you consolidate so on when you until you consolidate the core, do not diversify. So except you are not interested in doing what you are doing. Because the moment you diversify, you you are your your concentration on that particular thing that you are building will be reduced. Until well and until you have a proper system, until you see what you are building working, that is consolidation. Until you see that, do not diversify. Fine, do not diversify. Fine, you might have so many ideas, you know, but make sure you pick them. Like me, I have so many ideas. I have so many things I want to do, you know, but I, I'm, I'm seeing this logistic that, no, I need to have a clear cut goal. I need to make sure that I focus on it. This is what I wake up and live for. This is what I do to eat and all that. So by the time I, I am a master at the field of, of logistics, you cannot compare somebody that just wants to do logistics and say, ah, what other business? Yeah, let's let's you know. You know. And so, uh, my final advice is to consolidate before diversifying and you should stay focused. Yeah. Wonderful. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint hearted. Not for the faint hearted. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Steven. It's been wonderful to you know yeah, pick your brains, learn more about Logitrack and your experience and the evolution of your company. Um, once again, um, this is Stephen Bachjo on Founders State Podcast.